Hi! Welcome to MS Payne Adventures, a podcast where I reread and finally finish Homestuck. And I read Homestuck for the very first time. I'm Gren. And I'm Brendan. And if for some reason you don't know what Homestuck is, let me tell you about Homestuck. Homestuck is a webcomic written by Andrew Hussey from 2009 to 2016 that was hosted on the website mspaintadventures.com. It's about a bunch of kids who play an intergalactic, interdimensional video game. The webcomic is known for its epic length, wacky array of characters, and cult following. This week on Homestuck... Ooh, I'm so excited! We are now the wayward vagabond, who was back in the bunker where we last saw him. He looks around for things in the bunker and finds a bunch of cans, but instead of eating them, he constructs a can town and becomes mayor of this can town. (laughs) After creating this town, wayward vagabond goes back to fiddle with the monitors, but somehow sets off a countdown for four hours and 13 minutes. He escapes the room where he's in, but goes into another room and uses an purifier to grab the things from the previous room, which he is now locked out of. When the countdown gets close to ending, he climbs out of the bunker and sees the wasteland desert before the countdown concludes and the bunker lifts off into the sky. A flash animation shows the creation of an island by a meteor that has come in through a black hole shaped like the spirograph many, many years ago. We see Dad break through handcuffs put on him by imps. We see a secret passageway open up below Jasper's, Rose's cat's grave, and we see Dave about to duel bro. Then we are treated to a letter written by John's Nana in the copy of Colonel Sassaker's daunting text, a magical frivility and practical jabbery. Yes, 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 Uh, yes. Real quick before we get into it. Okay. I just wanted to let you know that we are 10% through Homestuck. Wow. We're already 10% of the way through. It's gone by pretty fast. Yeah. I've been keeping track. (laughs) it's really really, i've been keeping track of it and i punched some numbers i didn't really punch numbers i'm keeping there's um (laughs) if you use goodreads.com if you type in the page number of any book that you're reading and you do percentage it'll tell you how far along you are so we are 10 percent, and when we get to 15 i'll let you know (laughs) but i don't know how many i feel like something happens at 15 percent. i don't know but what we're like how many episodes in this is our fifth episode. The fifth, sixth. I don't know. I've lost count at this point. I think we're at the fifth, fourth, excluding the Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff, which is kind of, it's not part of MS Paint. So it, it's like, but a, not like, like a side. Yeah, but it's not like in side piece. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like in the text, I guess. So it wouldn't be calculated as part of like the percentage. But right. we are 10% through. I'm so excited. Where do we start with this episode? That's I don't my know. question. I got notes. Well, you got notes. We I got notes got too. Notes. So I'll start. <laughs> you can start. <laughs> I'll start for now. Okay. So John finds the, the handcuffs that the imps like took and put them on the end of the tree branch. Mm-hmm. And that was like one of the very first pages. I was like, oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. John's going to like have to climb this tree or something to like get the handcuffs. And mm-hmm. then I sort of see a d- description and then also the picture of the house. And then underneath that, it's like the void mm-hmm. or something. I... If you fall off the house, you're kind of screwed. Yeah, like there, there's nothing down there. No, and then you see later on, like, yeah, it's just a void. 
I think that that's I don't remember if if we've been exposed to any other information regarding that. I don't think so, unless we did talk about so. it before on the podcast and we just forgot. But uh, I don't think so. No, I don't remember it at yeah. least. But it looks a little ominous and a little spooky. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> right after that, I know he turns around and finds like two large. What are they called? Crudge ogres. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> One of them was holding a tire swing, and the other one was holding Colonel Sassaker's book. And this book makes so many appearances in this series. Yeah. I'm wondering what the inspiration was. Uh, Is this an actual book? Did we decide this? I forget. I don't remember. I think we decided it wasn't a real book. Oh, God. I think that that's what we did. I mean, unless you want me to look it up right now to double check. To be just sure. Do we want to... I think we should just double check because I don't know if this is Andrew Hussey's way of... I read this book a lot. I was real into japery as a as a young kiddo, <laughs> you know? This is my childhood and you're all going to experience it with me. Oh, this is 100% made up. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. But maybe it's based on something. I don't know. I think it's just kind of like a riff off of any sort of... um magical magic book and also like the harry anderson stuff that's what i think it is do you want to talk about wayward vagabond in the bunker yes oh but wait there was a quote Mm -hmm. it was somewhere after the the large crudge ogres and they said dave said or john said i don't remember but they said we're doing it, man. We're making it happen. <laughs> I told you that would make a comeback. It also happened in at the end of this section, too, when he's on the bunker goes up in, into spaceship. And he's like, yes, we're making right. it happen. <laughs> we're making this happen. I was so happy. So I told you it was important that we have to read that so that you because it's going to come like a million more times. And now I finally know. It's going to be a constant. I'm so glad you made me read that. Yeah, it's going to be a constant. And it's just funny. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the the flash animation where Dave sort of climbs to the top of his building mm-hmm. was just hype as fuck. It really was. It was so cool. And as like a side, why am I saying side piece a lot? <laughs> as a side piece to, the, to that note. I said, did we just see Garden Gnostic for the first time? Dun, dun, dun. I don't know. I am excited. I want to see Garden Gnostic. If it helps ease your, I was going to ease your pain. That's not what you're feeling. (laughs) What emotion are you feeling? Anticipation? I'm feeling all of them. (laughs) It's going to be the next part that we read. The beginning of Act 3. It's going to be okay. introduction to Garden Gnostic. I wanted to talk. I have a, a lot of notes, but my favorite. No, it's the what pumpkin gag. So what pumpkin was it's like an ongoing gam and a gag in other MS Paint adventure comics, which I feel like I knew, but I forgot because I haven't really read any of the other ones. Uh, There's Problem Sleuth, and then I forgot the names of the other ones. But he eats the pumpkin, and I do know, I remember from back in the day, what pumpkin is the name of the store where you can buy merch? That's right. That's right. You were telling me about that in one of the episodes previously. Yeah, but now it's a video game development company. Uh -uh. Because, and I, oh my God, if I'm wrong, correct me. 
people who are listening, but I believe the, the big thing I remember back in the day, Hive Swap is a game that was in development towards the end of Homestuck, and I believe it's a real game now, and I believe that the development company is called Wet Pumpkin, and I don't know if it was a development company that was in the works previous to Hive Swap coming out, or if it was already in existence and they changed their name, or if it's just new for the purpose of releasing video games that are Homestuck themed, but it's cool to see it comes full circle now. That would be kind of cool, though. Is there any games that have been released yeah. for the Homestuck there universe? There has, what? but I would not recommend you play them because spoilers. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. When I we get to it, we should definitely play. I agree. We should definitely do it. We'll do like a Twitch stream or something. Do remember there's a character who comes out later in Homestuck who was featured on a dating sim. But uh, all of uh, the characters, uh, if I remember correctly, all of the characters were from on the dating sim were from other pieces of media. It was random. I don't really remember. Weird. It was weird. It was okay. like if we made it, if I made a dating sim and I just kind of put like whoever the, the hell I wanted on it from different books and video games and movies with like no theme. <laughs> That's kind of what happened. But also, it was a character that I don't particularly care for. I don't think a lot of people do. But Gren, do you know about a character that I care for? Who? I think I can guess. The Wayward Vagabond! Yes, I love him very much. He's so cute and funny. So everything. Oh, there's a line. (laughs) that This one's my favorite. Is that something happens where a command involves a capture log. And the line goes, capture log? You have no idea what that means. It is total nonsense to you, and you do not know what to make of it. And I wrote, yeah, me too. Me, me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I just, he has a bar on his wrist as well. Yeah. I don't remember what that is or what that means. I guess we'll figure it out. I guess we'll figure out. it out together. And I also wrote that he likes to eat plants, which is not something that I recall. But he does eat the pumpkin and he eats that little, there's like a little plant in the bunker that he consumes. The green part. Yeah. He eats a lot of green, I noticed. It's a healthy boy. I was boy. like, why just green? Oh, you noticed it was Very just healthy. green? Yeah, I noticed it was like everything that the Wayward Vagabond ate was only green But things. he consumed the whole pumpkin though. He ate the whole pumpkin. I guess, but it had like the little green part on top of it. Maybe I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe it was like a shade of of green because it was rotten. That reminds me of Adventure Time. How I don't know if you remember in Adventure Time. Which one? Marceline, the vampire queen. She didn't drink blood. Yes. She drank the color red. I love that. I don't remember that. I I need to watch Adventure Time. Ah, <gasps> it's good. I mean, I never finished watching it, but you should watch it. I I need to watch it. I'll watch it after I this. I think you'd like it. It seems like your vibe. Oh, I for sure would like it. Yeah, I think you would. His <laughs> his knife, he also has a little knife, which is the, I think it's interesting, it's John's yes. mailbox flag. And I actually had to look yes. up what that part of the mailbox is called. And apparently it's just called a mailbox flag. The flap. The flag. the flag. I call it the flap. It's a flag because it looks, it's shaped like a flag. Like a little red flag. It's shaped like a flag, but I call it a flap. Okay. Well, I mean, it's, it, it's, it is what it is. It could be either or. It all depends on where you grew up. I guess. But that knife thing is actually really cool, though. It's it so is. funny. When he first pulled it out, I was like, yes, I loved it. Hell. I didn't register that it was John's mailbox, though. I guess it was just a random thing that I thought he just had. Yeah, because it doesn't look. But everything is connected. And when I first saw it, 
from what I remember, it doesn't even look like it's red. Red paint. It looks rusty to me. Yeah. So maybe that's why it didn't register at first. Maybe. Maybe. But that's also just a very small detail that I just would not notice, probably on the first reading. Yeah. I also think it's interesting. I have here, I wrote, we have him directly interacting with the commands and questioning him even though we previously believed that he was the one giving commands to the kid. But who's commanding him besides us, I mean? I don't know. That's a very good question. This is another moment of meta, meta-ness in this text is that that is true. Is there some higher being that is commanding him if he was commanding the kids? It's but also us. the kids have their own free will as well. But we are also commanding the entire thing. So is it going to be like spoilers for Bandersnatch? Is it going to be like Bandersnatch where he talks to Netflix? He's like, Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Europe. And then it says, we're from the future. <laughs> Oh my god. We're from the future. It's called Netflix. Oh god, I love Bandersnatch. You need to rewatch that. I love Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. I'm such a Bandersnatch (laughs) 2 Bandersnatch. I love it. 2 Bandersnatch. (laughs) 2 Bandersnatch. (laughs) Electric, electric (laughs) boogaloo. So let's talk about Cantown. Oh, the Cantown yes. is fucking There's great. There's something I have to talk about about Cantown, but I want you to talk about Cantown first because I've been talking. Okay, 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 okay. I love Cantown so much. I wrote down that I love that, you know, the wayward vagabond is into democracy. He becomes a mayor of the Cantown. Very much hates aristocracy slash uh-huh. like, kings. Yes. Like, I'm for that. Let's yeah. go, Wayward Vagabond. I think it's t- a little bit topical when we're recording this. Not exactly. not so much when it's getting released. Yeah, I think so, still. But for those listening from the future, and also when this is released, which is technically the future, but more in the grand scheme of life, <laughs> the present, this last week, we last Saturday, actually, so... Yeah, it was the election results for the United States of America. So the the concept of government is relevant to this podcast episode. It was very topical when I read it. I was like, oh my God. You were like, whoa. (laughs) Government office, although Wayward Vagabond does not run for mayor. He just sort of assigns himself the mayoral duty. (laughs) I'd vote for the Wayward Vagabond for mayor. To be honest. I vote for him too. He would make a great mayor. I mean, he did so well with Cantown. He really did. So my th- my little Cantown story is back in the day when I was going, I was more involved in the Homestuck fandom when I was actually reading it in real time. Cantowns okay. were this thing that people like to do at meetups and at conventions and such where we would bring our own cans and oh my build God. our own can town but w- a lot of times with the intentional purpose of donating the cans i like which that is, i think is really wholesome and really cute and a lot of people outside of the homestuck community and fandom don't know about this and i we i don't know if you know this you probably do but Homestucks used to get a bad rep. Oh, I did know this, yes. And I think that that's not something people like to to talk about is the good things that we did. And unless, unless, unless the Cantowns were not reputable. So if it, they were not, somebody please let me know. <laughs> but if they I remember- They were very under the table Cantowns. <laughs> 
But if I remember, that was some cute goodness that happened in the spirit of the wayward vagabond. Unless, I holy shit, that. I just thought of something. What? What if What if WV, what if our wayward vagabond ends up being a bad guy? We didn't even realize. No. No. Please don't tell me that. I would be so sad. I don't recall, but what if it happens? If it happens, I would be so, I would stop reading. <laughs> You would quit. <laughs> I'd quit immediately. I'd quit the podcast, right? You heard it here first, folks. I will quit the podcast if I hear that the wayward vagabond becomes evil because I don't want them to be evil. They're so adorable and amazing yeah, and wholesome. I don't think. I hope I hope not. Yeah. But I mean, they're also very hungry and they can't even open the the cans of food. So <laughs> he tried to chomp with his little his little round yeah. doll, round teeth, like a little I just made a sound effect. I tapped my phone onto my teeth to make that. <laughs> oh, you know, we're full of surprises. Every episode we have something new. Yeah, we new. have full Foley, don't you know? We- <laughs> we're now a Foley podcast. Hello, everyone. I wrote this little section. Speaking of Mare, speaking of the per- the person we love, it says, or this is from it. Yeah, this is directly from the webcomic. You immerse yourself in this beautiful dream as you whittle away the minutes or perhaps hours. You love the idea of being a mayor. You love everything about mayors and the concept of an orderly civil democracy. It all seems so mannerly and reasonable to you. Everyone is friendly and happy and the city runs like clockwork. The foundation of the government is based on mutual respect between the leader and its people. It is also built on having a great, really great mayor that everyone loves who is is totally amazing and heroic and brave. I mean, it's true. It's 100% accurate. I see nothing wrong with that statement. It's he's absolutely true. Okay. You know the stuff on the ground, right? The stuff that the wayward vagabond finds on the ground. First of all, there's just uranium sitting on the ground. Oh, yeah. hmm? It's just random How shit. did that get there? I don't know. I guess. I think we'll find out later. What the whole purpose of that bunker is. Ooh, that's true. I guess we never really figured out what the purpose of that bunker was. But there was one other item that was there that the wayward vagabond picks up, examines it. It's a box of crayons. Oh, I was going to talk about that. But then then the wayward vagabond says to himself, now say it with me. It's it's chalk chalk nuts. nuts. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I literally have that written down that was the very next thing i was gonna say <laughs> i said why did that make me laugh so hard oh my god yes we are on the same page i love it but here's the here's the thing where i was only thinking that the wayward vagabond ate green uh-huh. things was because the wayward vagabond only ate the green chalk and i was like that's kind of weird why not just eat all the but chalk there were other chalks that wayward vagabond ate no, it was just the green one. I gotta go back. I don't remember. I guess you were paying closer attention than I was. I'm pretty sure it was just the green ones. Uh, what about the color? I, I have to go back and see because I don't remember. The, I just remember three of the chalks being eaten. And I think all three of them were like some shade of green or something okay. like that. Well, I will I'm check. pretty sure. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. I'm I'm on to something, okay? Let me have we'll this. Check. Maybe the, this is part of a bigger theory. Maybe I'm the numbnuts all along. You are the numbnuts, Chalk. Okay. <laughs> the Firefly. I, I believe it goes on, yes. on to be called Serenity. It's trapped in the little amber. 
And that reminds yes. me of let's of this movie. Let's say it one, two, three. Uh, National Park. Treasure. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. At the beginning. All right. Here's oh the thing. God. I've never seen Jurassic Park. Is that why Park. you didn't understand my shaving cream thing? I didn't want to admit it to you on that episode, well, but I now that you've mentioned it twice, I feel like I have to you tell have you. To. It's it Jurassic Park was a cultural reset. Okay? It there was? was I feel like what there was happened? a lot of cultural resets in film in the 90s. Maybe it's just because I'm a 90s kid. But in Jurassic Park, at the beginning, there's like an amber rock. And in the amber is a mosquito. And what they do is they like get from the Jurassic or the prehistoric age. Let's just use a blanket term. And the doctor, the scientist, they go in with a little needle and they suck out the DNA from the mosquito and they use it to make dinosaurs. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, my God. (laughs) Anyway, so I was like, oh, cute Jurassic Park reference. (laughs) <laughs> I totally understood and that. And then Wayward Vagabond <laughs> takes it and puts it in the town hall. And then it just says, democracy. <laughs> so cute. Of democracy. democracy. It was great. Oh, my God. So cute. Oh, you know what else? I If you had to give uh, the Wayward Vagabond uh-huh. a voice, what voice would you give the Wayward Vagabond? What would it sound know. like? I don't have one in my head. Not something like big. I, honestly, I, honest to God, I don't really know. I think it would be very like, hi. Maybe. Um, my name is the Wayward Vagabond, and I just really, really like democracy, and I like to eat green things. <laughs> I think a little bit warmer, like a little bit warmer, like a little bit more. Hi guys. I don't know. My name is the Wayward Vagabond. Is that warmer? I don't know what necessarily warmer. Deeper. Means. I don't know what I'm talking Hi, about. Hi, guys. Mine. <laughs> no, too deep. Too deep. Too deep. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll workshop it. We'll figure it out. Something I realized, and I don't know if this was intentional, when Wayward Vagabond draws on the ground the chalk town, Yes. it looks like one of those rugs that is like a town with the car- with the streets, and you're supposed to play on it with cars. You know what yes. I'm talking about? Yes. I thought that, too. I thought it I that thought exactly. Of that. But I might just be thinking that because I went to Menards a few weeks ago and I saw those rugs there and I was like, holy shit, I want one. It gave me major <laughs> flashbacks to when I went to the dentist, like when I was five. They had rugs like that They there. had rugs like that there for all the children. and Children. I even went there when I was the age of 19, I remember, and I still played <laughs> on that rug. Of course, of course. What else were you supposed to do? Nothing. Read an old magazine? Be on my phone? Else? No. Disgusting. 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 <laughs> so I like that. I thought that was cute. Wayward, he draws like commercial zones and residential zones more on the outskirts of the city proper, the city central. Right. And it looks like a chessboard. I thought which so too. I know. Is thematically relevant later on in the story. Oh. Well, thank but you for telling me. But it has to do me. with the whole. The whole Skya thing. I forgot and that Skya was a thing, but continue. Yeah, I know. This is kind of sucks. I feel like there's a lot of things that we're just going to forget about and that we're going to be reminded of. And we're gonna be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that thing. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be later a common motif we will see later. Great. Perfect. Many times. If I remember correctly. Disclaimer, if I remember correctly. Oh, God. And after that happened, I know that... <laughs> 
the, the wayward vagabond took the mayo label off the can and put it on a yes, sash. Yes, I made it on a sash, yes. and it says mayor. It's so cute. And, and it wrote another R to be mayor. It was so cute. I loved it. Oh, my, oh God. my God. So he, he also colors skies on the wall. Which is so cool. Is gonna, so cool. This is going to come back into play later again, too. Draws a gold planet, draws a dark it's a Ooh, purple planet. Okay. And then draws four other planets. And that's going to become relevant later. Oh, the ominous planet well. was the purple one, right? Yes. I'd go and visit I, it. I, it's coming back into, into, of course you would. I know you would. <laughs> Wink towards the audience. Also, Brendan's favorite character so far is Dave. So big wink towards the audience. You know what I'm talking about. Brendan, you will soon to find out. Okay, great. Uh, hopefully. Hopefully. And then Wayward Vagabond looks at the monitors. Right. That's right. Sees John. John's going ape shit. I was half expecting the Wayward Vagabond to just start controlling John. And I was like, oh, okay. So my theory too. was right. But I was so wrong. But Wayward Vagabond tries to turn on the other screens. That's right. He tries to turn on the other screens, but they're like locked. And then this happened. Presses the tab key yeah. on the keyboard, which looks a lot like a Mac. Yeah. I was like, what? Keyboard. I was like, uh, there's Macs in this universe, right. apparently. Um, but there's also PS2s, though. Or is it PS3? It was, a no, it was an Xbox. Xbox. It was an Xbox. Okay. There's also Xboxes in this, this universe. And Doritos. And pretty much everything that's in our universe. I think it's just our universe, like. but just in the future. It's our universe, but cooler. But way cooler. <laughs> A little bit more bro. That's what we need right now. <laughs> we really do. But Wayward Vagabond presses the tab button key, if you will, on the Mac keyboard. And out of a little compartment in the wall comes tab, the drink. <laughs> yes. And Wayward Vagabond goes crazy <laughs> with the tab. And I had to look up. I have heard of Tab. I've never heard of Tab ever in my life. Okay, so here's the Tab lowdown. Tab is, was like a diet cola. Oh. It was a diet cola that Coke produced in the 60s and the 70s. And it has a pink can like that. Right. But it got discontinued when Diet Coke came out because it was essentially the same thing. But then they brought Tab back in 2006. And marketed it as an energy drink. I don't know if the formula was the same. I don't know if it was like cola, but like energy at cola. Maybe. Or if it was just like an energy drink. I've never had Tab. But apparently Tab is being discontinued again at the end of this year. No. So I would like to try some. I've also never even seen this in a store. We have to try to find some I've stat. only heard it like referenced in Homestuck, referenced in like other things. I know that... Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure Childish Gambino references it in one of his songs. No way, from... really? Oh, God. It's like uh, something tab. That's a space bar. Man, I hate y'all. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Do you yes. know what I'm talking I about? I do know what you're talking about. What song is what that? What song is that? I forgot. It's the one with, is that the one that features Chance the Rapper? Or no, that's another one. But I hate y'all. Take away my music credit. I don't remember. But yeah, because I remember that. And I think I, I think on Genius it, do, it is a reference to Tab. But also like 
It's in the Because the Internet album for sure. I know for I fact. don't think it was. I thought it was the one that came out after that. Uh, the, the Me and Your Mom? No. No. It was the Because the Internet album for sure. Well, what's the album that came out after that? It's the the um the one that has like a beach on it. Oh, on it might be. I think it's on that one, okay. but I don't remember. And I don't know if we want to take the time to look it up right now. We won't. Or we should just we'll, keep moving just on. Just tweet at us. <laughs> let us know which song that let is. Let us know which song it is. I'm sure we'll go look. You and I will probably look it up after this. Maybe. Just to listen. To have a nice little music listen. I love that. That's when I remember Tab being referenced recently, is that he referenced it there. And I feel like maybe he referenced it in another song, but I could be crazy and just making that up. Maybe. But yeah, he goes crazy drinking that tab loves it holy cow for over four hours by the way oh yeah because the uh the countdown how does he do the countdown let me look at my notes. i forget how he, he starts it i think he presses oh he types home he types home instead of because he was typing switch to and it's just an old person that looked grumpy it was and then he typed switch three and it was dave and there was Cal that was cut in half. Good. I'm happy about that. I never have to see no, them again. Oh, Cal. That's not true. You will definitely see Cal uh, again. And then he types home, and there's a countdown timer of four hours and 13 minutes. Oh, yeah. And I asked, what could that mean? I don't know. What could that mean? Oh, yeah. The, the old man, it's, I think it's a wizard. Oh. I think it's a wizard statue. Because I wrote. That makes sense if it screen, is. It's a wizard but the connection is bad and the screen's commands are locked. And this this was it. <laughs> I thought this was funny. It's another one of these rapscallions, I think, <laughs> when it was on Dave's. When it was on Dave's screen. It's another one of these rapscallions. This monitor is locked, too. You can't tell him what to do. Not that you really want to, since it looks just looks like more confusing nonsense to you. It definitely <laughs> is. It always is. And I love that he used rapscallions to describe them. Yeah. I want that to come back as a, as a saying to describe people. Can we just start well, that again? We'll start it up. We'll start that up again. You're a rapscallion. to say... <laughs> You consider switching to screen four, but decide against it. You have a feeling that whatever's there would just confuse you even more. You don't really even care all that much anyway, which kind of partially describes Homestuck as a whole. 100%. Confusing nonsense to people who are looking on the outside looking in, but also to the people who are currently reading it, you and I. On the outside, always (laughs) looking in, but I... Sorry, musical reference. Continue. What song is that? That was Dear Evan Hansen. I have opinions oh, about it. Let's continue before Here, I get I mad. I still have not, I have not listened to or watched Dear Heaven Hansen yet. So you, you don't need to. For, oh, okay. <laughs> Hot takes with Brendan. Continue. Is it not as culturally uh, relevant as Jurassic Park? It is not as culturally relevant. <laughs> I think more people know about Jurassic Park than they know about Dear Evan Hansen. Okay. Good. Then. Good. <laughs> good. I, yeah, I guess so I would then, call Dear Evan Hansen a <laughs> rapscallion. <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, oh, you would call him? Yeah. The, the man, the, Evan Hansen? Yeah, the man, Evan Hansen. He's a teen, right? Yeah, he's, he's like a teen boy. Okay. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he activates the, the, the thing because he tries to open up... You said he types in home. home. And then it activates the countdown. Yes. And he disassembles the town. I don't know why. He's just fucking around, he's basically. He's fucking on hours. energy. Oh, he's playing chess. 
He plays right, chess. That's right. That's right. On the board by himself, which takes four hours. Four hours, yes. So I think that that's going to come back later. Let's hope. Thematically, maybe. I'm not sure. Like the chess or the four-hour timer? No, I think the chess as a concept. Chess as a concept, I know it's going to come back. I don't know if him playing chess by himself is going to come back. I think it might be, but I'm not entirely sure yet. Gren, I will admit, and I hope my work doesn't hear this, I've been playing a lot of chess at work, like online. Okay. That's because fun. of this, and I really? I really love chess now because of this. I thought maybe you were going to be che- playing because of this and also because of the Queen's Gambit. I want to watch it ha- so I bad. I have not seen. My mom started watching it. I haven't watched it. Is it good? I do really like, I think she said it was good. I like Anya Taylor-Joy okay. as a, a actor. I've seen her in The Witch, and I've seen her- The Vavitch? In The Witch. Actually, I've only seen her in The Witch. Whoops. Um, but I liked her in that movie. So, and I like her face. Good face. That sounds creepy. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yeah, you can like somebody's face. The peregrine mendicant is what we see after that, carrying cargo outside the desert. And I don't know what that necessarily was about. It was just sort of like an offhanded like scene. And I was like, okay. They're mailboxes. Is that what they were They're carrying? I didn't even notice. It was a mailboxes in the cart full of mailboxes. Oh. And I I am I don't know if that's like relevant because Wayward Vagabond has the the John's mailbox flap flag. Whoa. So maybe the mendicant is looking that for that flag as like a part because of collection. The, because Suburb was in the mailbox, right? right? But then dad took it out of the mailbox, put it in his car, right? Right. So, I don't know. Maybe that has something to do with that? Maybe. I don't know. We'll figure it out, though. Hopefully, it's answered. So, yeah. Maybe. We'll see. So, Wayward Vagabond leaves to go outside to get sun, it says. To get some <laughs> but sun. Gets, but gets locked out in the little, that capsule right. uh, ladder way. And then there's a, a grate that goes on top of the ladder way, so he can't climb up. But then on the door... Of the room he just got locked out of, there's like a panel, an LCD one with three images on it. One is the Suburb logo. One is that uh, spirograph right. that has come and it's going to keep on showing up in Homestuck. Another one is a triangle thingy that I don't recognize or remember. But it clicks right. on the spirograph. Yeah, and it lets him into another room with the... Tr- no, he kicks onto the spirograph and it's locked. He hits the one that's the triangle and it opens the door, which kind of makes me think that... The one with the suburb logo is whatever room he was previously yeah. in. Because the the floor kind of opens up, which makes me think that the capsule thing that he's in is like turning to go to different rooms. Like that's how it works, mechanically speaking. I think you're right. I think that's what I thought as well when I first saw it. And then he goes into the room and he finds the another computer situation and a meter stick. I thinks about how he wants to put the knife onto the meter, yes. the meter stick to make it a uh, um, um, like a spear, a measuring like a spear, spear yeah. is what he called it. But he can't because the knife's in the other room. But but, then, but and you go ahead and say it. But I mean, uh, Wayward Vagabond presses the big blue button on the control panel, and a purifies mm-hmm, is what mm-hmm. the, is what the Wayward Vagabond calls it. A pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Tries to eat it, but literally cannot eat it for whatever reason. 
apparently yeah. what too weak or not big enough teeth i don't remember what the reason was i think the first pumpkin the first pumpkin was more rotten and this one is more fresh so it's harder and you can't eat it because his he's got little little um little tiny baby teeth. hands his teeth look like yeah his teeth look like little like gum little gum what what was really impressive is that the wayward vagabond remembered like the exact location of the the trusty knife and was able to purify it in the room. And I was like, that's rather impressive for it being such a small object and knowing that exact location. Wayward Vagabond's very smart. <laughs> yes, he's our favorite. Favorite boy. Favorite boy. So he purifies the knife, he purifies the pumpkin, and all of Cantown, as well as the Firefly, whose name is Serenity, and is his little buddy, and but also purifies serenity the firefly out of the piece of amber yes and but apparently when you try to purify something wait oh my god okay you go ahead i just registered this this reference so firefly is a tv show and serenity is the movie from the tv show I just got See, it. See, I don't wouldn't have known that because I've never seen I've seen it and I know that there's a movie called Serenity, but like I've never seen it, so I don't care to remember those facts. But you just solved it, right? I there. just solved it. I'm a smarticle particle, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the pumpkin has so like you can't purify things that I guess don't exist. Right anymore because i think he tries to purify the pumpkin after he ate it yeah but because it's in his belly it it shows up but then it turns into goo paradoxal goo which i think is interesting very interesting. but also the pumpkin that he does get has a symbol on it does that symbol look familiar to you at all or what would you think that it looked like um the only reason why i've seen this pumpkin before is because you tweeted about it when it was halloween okay. time and I yeah, and I saw this pumpkin, pumpkin I and I was like, okay. hmm, what does this mean? And then we saw it in this episode, and I was like, hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. It, it still doesn't mean anything to me. It, it just is different than a normal okay. pumpkin. Okay. The symbol on the pumpkin will come back. Great. Hopefully soon. I think it's very soon. Yeah, there's the goo, there's a purifying, and he purifies the gate that's over the the hole that leads out of the bunker. Yes. A purifies that into the room that he's in. And I love that that Serenity talks in Morse code. Yes. It was so And saying things like, ah, like freaking out yeah. in Morse code. <laughs> I love that. That was so smart. I love that. Yeah. And then you fall or Wayward Vagabond falls. Psych, unpsych, which at this point, we're doing a lot of psych, unpsych. So many psychs. But they literally land on a spaceship, don't they? And it takes them across the world? Yeah, you attempt the rare and highly dangerous 5X cliffhanger combo <laughs> and fail. We are doing it, man. We are making it happen. So he he gets out of there, and then it, the bunker goes up, and we see the beautiful desert landscape. Wee! And... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write we in my notes, but I'm, I just add like we. I appreciate we. it. And a continent westward, it shows years in the past, but not many. John's house. Oh, And then that's it shows right. John's house getting fucked up by the meteorite. Yep. 
But then we see the creation of an island even farther off than that. But like in the past, a meteor comes through a black hole shaped like that spirograph symbol and it builds an island, which is really interesting mm-hmm. for reasons I know that you'll find okay. out. And then we see John's dad like bust from- Which was cool. You know, which is cool, which hopefully we get a fight soon. Hopefully. Jasper's tomb, there's like a passageway where underneath where his coffin was, his tomb, because he's in a mausoleum. So there's stairs going down. What's in there? I don't, I don't remember. Or do I? Uh, uh, um, <laughs> and then we see Dave about to fight his bro. And then it's end of act two. <sighs> there's a lot that happened. Yeah, there's end of act two. And then there's a little bit more after that but it's kind of annoying a little bit because we get a cliffhanger the last section we read and then we get a cliffhanger this time as well and it's almost the same exact cliffhanger it literally is and i was like come on you couldn't i texted you right after i read it and i was like you did this is so crazy i want to read more did they die i don't know they didn't die if memory serves correct i don't think anybody died okay good (laughs) so spoiler alert they didn't die in that moment okay so it's very exciting. I love the Flash animation cliffhanger. I do too. I think they're very fun. A really good way to like end little sections. And that's when you kind of know, okay, time for a rest. Unless you want to keep reading. Of Unless course. you want to keep reading. Podcasting, podcasting purposes, we have to say this for a rest. And then for, we get shown the the Colonel Saxaker book. Yep. That's where I ended. Yeah, there's a letter in there. Uh-oh. And I will read it. Okay. If you don't mind. Go ahead and read it. Dear John, like the movie. <laughs> Get it? Movie. Never mind. Never seen Dear it. Dear John, you are no doubt reading this as a handsome and strapping young man. Why? The man grit needed to lift it, the book is itself a sign of your maturity, not even to speak of the wisdom needed to grasp the nuance of Sassacre's time-tested min- mischief. I am so proud of you, grandson. How I wished I could have delivered this heirloom to you in the flesh, but I am afraid it wasn't in the cards. For you see, John, like you, this book must yet take a journey. Its journey will end on the final day of my life and even then will continue some. Though I suppose that you will be up to your father, perhaps he will discuss it with you one day and when when he and you are ready. But it is your journey I am writing about to wish you luck. There will come a day when you will be thrust into another world. And once you arrive, that is only the beginning. You will soon dwell even deeper into the realm of warring royalty in a timeless expanse. A realm of agents and exiles and consorts and colonel sprites. Of toiling underlings and slumbering denizens. A realm where four will gather the air of breath and seer of light and night of time and witch of space and together they will ascend john if only you knew how important you were i regret my passing came so early in your life and yet i feel in my heart we have already met but what i know for sure is that we will meet again with love nana p.s <laughs> i love nana holy crap what a letter Reading that now yeah what a letter reading that now um, I don't know if I was just on autopilot when I reread it the first time for the show, but reading it right now, I've noticed some things that are definitely foreshadowing. Oh, things to come. Always foreshadowing. Always. That's really exciting. Things to come. 
And it's interesting because like you said, you thought that he was just making it up as he goes along. But reading this, I really do think that he planned a lot of things out. Maybe. At least the big things. At least the big things for certain reading this. I definitely think it started out as one thing, but he changed it into being something completely different. That's what I think now. I don't know. It's. It, I guess you'll see when we get along further. I guess we'll see. But there are things explicitly stated in this letter that will come to, come to pass in the future. And I'm really excited for those things to come to pass in the future. I'm very excited. Well, I have nothing more in my notes. Is there any last minute things that you want to say? I don't have anything left in my notes to say. I'm good to end then. Yes, let's close this baby out. I'd like to do a shout out to Inspector General on SoundCloud, who's the composer of our theme song. Thank you, Inspector General. Yay, thank you. If you enjoyed listening to the podcast, please leave us a good review. Tell your friends. Uh, spread the, the good news <laughs> <laughs> if you care to. Uh, don't want to miss a thing? Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Adventure. And on Tumblr at mspaintadventures-pod. Brendan, where can people follow you? Oh, boy. What do I want to say this time? You can follow me on Instagram <laughs> at bendrens. Uh, you can follow me on TikTok at bendren. You can follow me on Twitter at bendrens. Um, that's it. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitch at Grandclasses. Heck yeah. Thanks for listening, Thank everybody. you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye.